0: This is Quentin Blount, owner of the Blount Force and the current FLOG champion, and you're listening to the FLOGcast Network. Hello,
1: hello, hello. Welcome back to the FLOGcast Network. Jay Ruff in the house today, joined by my fellow guy here, TC. How's it going, TC? TC.
0: Mr. Ruff, it is good to be back again. Just yesterday we recorded our uh, you know our first one in a while. So this double this double dipping thing is pretty fun, I gotta I know admit. It. I like it. I like it's, it. It's it's exciting. Waking up in the morning, we're like, we got another podcast we gotta to do today. We gotta to deliver some news. We gotta roast some uh vlog members. Absolutely. Um, sounds like a grand Absolutely. old Friday.
1: And yesterday, of course, if you if you joined us and listened, it was a the winner's bracket day. So four teams that uh made it to the, to the winner's bracket today. It is the loser day, probably the most exciting day, if you will. Um, it was four guys making it to the, to the toilet bowl, and uh, we will talk about who ended up winning the toilet bowl, who got last and who got fifth and all that fun stuff. And, of course, uh, TC, sometimes it's more exciting uh, to find out who is the toilet bowl champion versus who's the, who's the flaw champion.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Um, It's more exciting for the rest of us because since we all lost, we can be in and in, in together and, and roasting the last place person. Um, but, you know, if Keegan obviously thinks that winning the championship is him, he himself is more important than, you know, the last place person right now, because, mm-hmm. you know, of course mm-hmm. you get the belt, but we, me and you and the rest of uh. Us uh, suckers who didn't finish first, we just get to talk a little crap right here and make the last place guy do what we want. Absolutely,
1: well, not- and we will start there. TC, the guy who got last in our league this year in 2020 is the great Connor Limback. The Coon squad ended up getting last place. Now, uh, we, we did agree, TC. Uh, stop me if I'm wrong, but we did agree whoever got last this year. There has to be a name change, correct, for a year?
0: Um, that's something I think that we had all discussed. And I think that's something that, you know, we, uh, I don't know if we voted on it yet, but it's something that I think most of the, the FLOG member leagues are in for. So
1: for a year now, it's no longer going to be the Coon squad. Now, Connor has had that name since the beginning, 2015. There's only maybe, I think it's just me and him. I that's impressive. That's, that's only, impressive. That has not changed our name at all um, since the beginning. Well, actually, Marcus, if you want to count him, three years not changing his name. Scotty has changed it every day, it feels like. But yeah. um, Connor Lindback is staying true to his Coon squad, but that's going to be a little bit different next year. Uh, with this year, here's another cool fact, TC. The we Like I've mentioned, we've been in the league. For six years now, uh, we completed our sixth year. Okay, and Connor <clears throat> Limbach has won the Toilet Bowl Championship three out of those six years. So half of those years we've been uh, together, he has gotten last three times. Now, is it when do we come to a point where, you know, is it is it the owner that just makes bad decisions? Or has Connor Limbach gotten unlucky three out of six years?
0: Well, I don't think he's gotten unlucky three out of six years. I mean, technically, yes, because there is a fair amount of luck in fantasy football. Um, but this past year, coming from most recent memory, you know, we take a look at his team, and uh, pretty early, Saquon Barkley just tore his ACL. You know, that's that's Coons' like number one guy right there. And then with with the way that Dallas was looking. Um, you know they they just had to keep throwing the ball because their defense was just so terrible. And then and then you know four or five was it week five or six is when Dak Prescott like destroys his own ankle. You know it comes out of his uh, his sock and you know it's it's pretty gross. So you can't you can't really expect that kind of stuff either. So that's the unluck part of it. So the you know I can see that there is unluck, but. Uh, and it's hard to remember, you know, honestly, all what happened for all the injuries in those previous years. But the one thing that I have noticed with this is that each time Coon finishes last, he gets the best running back in the very first pick, and he has himself a keeper. And it's just like I'm I'm starting to think that maybe he's doing this on purpose.
1: And that was going to be another thing I was going to be asking you, TC. Now, the very first year was probably his worst year. He went 3-12. and 12. The following year, he got that great draft pick. And I do believe it was Elliott, correct? He picked yep. – got Elliott, very first pick. And then the following year, that year, his second year, they he won a championship. So – and then the year after that, 2017, he got last again. So two out of three years, he got last place. Now that year – Hey, if you're
0: not first, you're last. That's what Kuhn's uh, mantra is for those years. That year – was probably you can consider
1: that being kind of unlucky because he was going up against me in the toilet bowl championship. Now, that was the time where the toilet bowl guys had to compete for four weeks of battle. <laughs> and Connor Lindback beat me three out of four weeks. But that one week that I beat him, I destroyed him. I, I demolished him. <laughs> But, you
0: beat him so bad,
1: and so it just gave me a little cushion for that week. But he won three out of four, so I think he kind of got unlucky there. But it's yeah, first of the and I think this year, yeah, you you can count those injuries. But heck, everyone's had injuries. But I mean, he with his best players getting hurt. I mean, I agree. But I think Connor Lindback put himself in a bad position. I don't think he made very good moves this um, year. Yeah, I agree. And so that really did
0: not help him. Uh, this year. I mean, he went five and nine. Well, let's start with the biggest glaring thing that Connor Lindback did to make him lose right now. Connor Lindback, ladies and gentlemen, he dropped David Montgomery and Jarvis Landry. And we talked about that a little
1: bit yesterday. We didn't see the point. We didn't see the reasoning um, for Connor Lindback to do that. Now, it might be a thing where he was too much of a Bears fan and just disappointed in that running back and on his team, he's like, screw this guy, you're in drop city. I don't know. I really, and that's the only thing that I can think and tell myself, like, that's probably the reason why. he was just tired of him not doing good, because don't get me wrong, we'll give credit to Connor Lindbergh. I mean, he was not doing good when he was on his team. He wasn't. But as soon as you picked him up, TC, he didn't have a bad game. So, I think he was just getting, he's, he was fed up with uh, Montgomery and it was, he dropped him. I don't understand. Yeah, he's why like, he see you later. Yeah. He could have easily traded him for maybe something cheap,
0: but he just dropped his butt. At that point, I think that, you know, Connor has realized, uh, and, and this is I'm trying to process his logic. You know, if David Montgomery is just not doing anything, like, how long do you hold on to a player? Um, and and he 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 decided he made that choice and he dropped him. He did the big, the big D, the big drop. Mm-hmm. And and then he started playing. It's like that's that's unlucky too. But also you got to stick by some certain guys, you know. And I, I feel like a number one running back on any team. And you know you got to look at the scheduling. You got to hopefully and especially that that uh you know when we found out that the play the play calling was going to be changed. It wasn't going to be nagging making the play calls right and so since all that started happening you know like there are all these variables that you can think about but you know Connor didn't like to look at him it it looked like to him it was more negative than positive and he said no thanks I'm not dealing with this heartbreak anymore and that's probably what a lot of it was you know because David Montgomery was just breaking Coon's heart not only did he have it he he. That, the Bears are his team, so he's so invested in the Bears. But he's also invested in the running back specifically because he also needs to win in fantasy. And it just wasn't happening. So he's like, later. And, hey, here I come, just strolling around. I just got a few coins in my pocket from Keegan. Um, mm-hmm. And I just said, uh, roll the dice. And I picked them up.
1: And here, here's another thing. Now, believe me, I, I have seen many toilet bowl appearances in my time. Um, in this league, but it's definitely, it definitely makes me feel a little bit better. I guess knowing the fact that someone is behind me that has won the toilet bowl three times. Now, granted, he has won the championship once, so I guess if you look at that, you can take away a toilet bowl. That's what I do. Uh, you know, he's got three toilet bowls, one championship. You take away one, so heck, that's that's math. Yeah, I agree. That's math. So you know it but still he has had three TC three that's 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 about the same amount of kids I'm about to have that's a lot yeah that's that's and, a lot and you know what with, with that another move you got a question uh now you can you can be on either side of this move that we're about to talk about uh giving up a Zekly uh Zeki um to myself for a third round pick of this year and a 2022. First round pick. Now, in your opinion, was that a good move on Coon's part?
0: Well, because he lost and is in you know complete last place, and he gets the first draft pick, you know, this coming year. I think it worked out better for them than if he didn't lose, and that's because now he uh, he gets a chance this year at a keeper. Like a, like just a surefire keeper, he could he could afford to lose that. It was honestly, I think, a win win. Um, you definitely got a, a solid piece for your team. You and you didn't have to give up as much as you usually give up, mm. which is like I'm glad you didn't. I'm glad he didn't try to fleece you or try to pull the Keegan on you and get you for three picks. Yeah, probably could have. So that's that's good. I I think that this is a win win for both of you because. Uh, Connor likes to shake things up. He doesn't have the loyalty to that, you know, to those, to that player. He, I think he's he's more uh, outside the objective than we would reference as Mr. Quinton would be. Um, but he got what he needed. He got draft capital. You got a player. I think this is a win. What do you think? Do you, you think that he gave up just a bag of Funyuns?
1: I think I got Elliott
0: pretty cheap. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess I'd say cheap. Yeah, this is a franchise,
1: a franchise running back who, of course, was down this year because, uh, of the whole situation with that Prescott and all that stuff. And he still finished 11th as a running back and shortly just a little bit under a thousand. And it's definitely safe to say this was by far his worst year in the NFL. And I think, I think I I got, I mean, this this was a perfect time for me to try to grab him and, um, I think heck, but I mean, it, it's it's either way. You can be on either side of this. Um it, and I think it. There was no. I mean, like you said, I think both of us. I think we both gained for this, and you know what? With, with with Connor Limback, Connor Limback loves uh, draft picks. He really does, and he loves to build his team. And you can kind of see that looking at his past seasons. Uh, you know, he's great one year, and then he's awful. He's great one year when he's awful, and when he when he's uh, bad, he sells his team and he, he, he focuses on next year, and that's what he did this year.
0: Ah, no worry. Um, no no use fretting about what's done, you know. Make your moves, stick with them and move on. But here, here I man, think here's he's...
1: here's the thing for me though, on that knowing that I already have two toilet bowls, I do not want another one. I don't want to keep adding on to that. So it makes me kind of feel like Connor doesn't care if he keeps losing. Uh, he just wants to win. I mean, it, 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 as, as weird as that might sound, uh, he just you know, if I was I, if I was in a situation, and I already have two. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna do whatever it takes not to freaking get another one. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it, it's just I don't know it, with kind of back, Who freaking knows what that that guy thinks sometimes?
0: No, you you literally literally have to get inside his head. I think of it like, do do teams do teams want to? Um, risk being last place just in order to get a super bowl and i think the answer is yes and i know that you you don't want to lose but you also need to know how to achieve your best chance of getting the win and sometimes that means throwing in the towel early so you can get a start on next year and get draft pack draft picks and compensation to get you started next year you got to you also got to have an understanding and knowing when the season is lost, and I think that he kind of was feeling that way because of the injury, because of the poor running back play, so he just said, "You know what I'm going to do a resweep, I've already done it two times uh so I can do it this year, you know, but I think now he's kind of numb to it, that's what I'm thinking, right, yeah, definitely uh
1: definitely a possibility, I don't know, and if you look at his draft. It's not a bad draft at all. His first two picks were in the first round. He had two picks in the first round, one of them being Allen Robinson, who had a pretty good year, Adam Thielen. Um, you know, not bad. His, his second pick – I mean, his third pick was in the second round, Zach Ertz. Uh, that was a disappointment. Uh, but, you I mean – Yeah, nobody
0: expected that. He had
1: Kyler Murray. He picked up David Montgomery in the fifth round. I mean, it, it, there's definitely worse uh, draft drafts um, there. But, again, he's just – uh, he, he made some questionable moves, and he, he had some injuries that didn't go his way. Uh, and, again, it resulted into a uh, total bowl championship, his third one in six years. is just something that he has to hang on now to um, for the rest of his time in the flock. Now, looking at his keepers, TC, um, that one is, is kind of a, uh, a question mark as well, what he's going to end up doing. Um, of course, one of them being Barkley, hands down. I think that's a hands down uh, uh, pick there, keeper-wise. Who else do you think uh, should be a keeper on Connor's team?
0: Yeah, definitely Barkley. Barkley, yeah, that's obvious. Um, even though he's coming off of an ACL tear, uh, you still hold on to him because you need to understand what he's capable of doing. And, and if he's as good or better than he was, then that's a uh, number two, number three, number one running back. Uh, my number two pick who I think he's going to keep is Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler has been great when, for Connor when he plays. Um, so I think that him being in, uh, you know, ne- come, next year coming up, and he had, you know, that injury. But when he came back this year, he started playing really well. And I think he's itching to get back out there and play a full season. If he can stay healthy, I think he's going to be in the top six, possibly. Uh, that That's absolute ceiling, I think, top nine for certain. Um, and then his next guy's. See, I'm looking at the few names here, and I'm seeing J.K. Dobbins, who he traded for, mm-hmm. who's also a rookie. And then I'm looking at Amari Cooper, Adam Thielen, and I guess technically Allen Robinson, but we don't need have to mention Robinson right now. I don't think he would seriously think about keeping him. I don't
1: know, man.
0: <laughs> it, 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 like, you- I don't. I don't know because I think. So yeah,
1: Barkley, Eckler is going to keep Cooper. You know, he's going to keep – I mean, heck, I can see him keeping uh, J.K. Dobbins because um, of the potential, possibly, um, in in that offense. Um, I mean, he did have his rookie year 800 yards, nine touchdowns. And that was, uh, of course, going on with a a slow start in the beginning. Uh, Didn't really pick up until like week six or seven or eight. So I think it's, it's a thing where people wouldn't judge him if he kept Dobbins. Um, with the others, I, I'm not sure. They're not slam dunk keepers, if you ask me.
0: Yeah, um, you know, I'm I'm kind of worried about J.K. Dobbins. I don't think, especially with Lamar Jackson being, you know, the running QB, they're not going to design a whole bunch of running back running plays. They don't have a traditional quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, so that can but, – but he did trade for him. So that's like something that is like – that I'm thinking about why he would keep him. But, you know, Eckler and Barkley, solid. Uh, but I could see him keeping Amari Cooper over J.K. Dobbins and then possibly looking to get somebody else. Um, Cooper coming back with Dak. If, if Dak continues what he was doing last year, then, you know, Cooper could be poised for a, a big season. But then you also have to remember that C.C. Lamb is on that team, or C.D. Lamb is on that team, and so is Michael Gallup. Um, and then they're also their tight end. Uh, I can't even think of the guy's name. He's coming back. He He, he started, like – He's a, I think he was a rookie or a second year last year, and he got injured and he couldn't play the rest of the year. But he was really talked about in training Mm, camp. mm -hmm. Uh, So a Cooper could have competition on that uh, Dallas Cowboys offense. Um, With Thielen, he's got to worry about competition with Justin Jefferson. Uh, So that's a possibility now. Depending, now the reason I could see Allen Robinson is because the Bears don't really have, you know, anybody else. Right. He's in a position where he's going to get the lion's share and that in itself, you know, if he can get double digit receptions in a half point PPR league and uh, double digit receptions in 60, 70, 80 yards, um, that's double digit points. And for a receiver to do that on a weekly basis, that would be huge. Uh, Malin Robinson, I think, is a good player, but he's just on a questionable, uh, questionably run offense, I guess. I don't. I don't see the bright spot so much in it. And
1: even let me ask you this and then we'll move on. Um with with him his keepers aren't being slam dunks, what do you think about him keeping a quarterback and Kyler Murray? Do you see him keeping him?
0: Um Me personally, I'm trying to stay away from keeping quarterbacks, so I'm trying to understand what the kind of logic yeah, he, is. He's keeping. done that before though.
1: He kept Aaron Rodgers for a few years.
0: He didn't. He he kept, he had a uh, Patrick Mahomes, and then traded yeah. into Scott too. Yeah, so right? he so, he's like, had
1: history of keeping quarterbacks.
0: Okay, so I mean, the quarterback, I feel like he can get that. A, a possibly a better. Well, I mean, I guess Murray Murray was like what top? He's top five. I think it's top yeah, five. I think it's fourth. Position rank three. Okay, so that's. I could see him doing that. I could see him doing that. Like top three QBs, it's a, it's a definitely you throw them in there for a chance to be a keeper. Um, I definitely can see that. So he doesn't have slam dunk keepers um, outside of, I mean, outside of Austin Eckler and Saquon Barkley. But he, he's, they're so close that you got to do some real thinking, and 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 see if these guys are your best options, or you got to seek elsewhere.
1: Right. Right. Absolutely. So we will see.
0: Uh, what the future holds for Connor Limback?
1: he does have some uh, uh, draft picks uh, for this coming up year that that will help him, like we mentioned. Uh, he, he does a great job at sucking one year, going off the next year. So um, I think his roster is weaker than those other times that he rebuilt like this. Uh, but he still has Barkley, and he can build around that stud. So we will see if Connor Limback will turn it around or he will bring his fourth toilet bowl championship in uh, crap seven years. So we will, we will see there moving on to the seventh place guy. And that is myself uh, escaping TC, to another toilet bowl championship. Now, again, like we said, we've been in this league for six years now, and I have been in the toilet bowl four years out of those six. Now, Tell me this, TC, what is better? Um, I mean, actually, what is worse? Being in a toilet bowl for four years in a row or losing it three out of six years?
0: Um, losing it. Yeah,
1: I mean, that, I think that's easy.
0: But... Right, like you don't want to lose that game, no. <laughs> like you're, you're at the bottom of the barrel, but you still want to you know, fight for a little bit of position. I mean, Granted, you know you get the the, the best pick, but it's like uh, at the cost of your team being looked at as like freaking horrible, you know right? I mean? And
1: uh, heck, I've been in it last four years, but I think this year was pretty much my best year out of those out of those uh four toilet bowl appearances. This year we went six and eight, and with that, my uh, total scoring. Uh, was the best this year than it's ever been in all six years now granted in the first two years uh, i think we had less guys on a roster starting i do believe uh but it this was the best scoring wise i've had uh it, it was in especially in, in the average scoring um and i had a, i got a little bit of luck here this year with average points against me uh, so i think when we definitely I mean definitely got better than last year. Couldn't got worse. It wasn't a good year last year, four and 10, but this year we went six and eight. Um, and we had some opportunities. There was one time where I, you know, we, we could have made, I, I, I shot a lot of bullets and tried to make some moves to try to get to the, the winner's bracket, but we came up short, but uh, um, it's said, it's another year. I got to make some more moves to uh, maybe possibly get some draft picks. I don't know, but we will see
0: yeah you know you you uh you didn't you didn't quit which is good uh you finished it you finished or you fought till the end which is a valiant effort um but you know like you your team didn't look as good as it looked now for until like the just towards the last few and you got probably the the just the stinkiest spoonful of unlucky with the whole Taysom hill no, don't, deal don't, don't you know playing so, I against that
1: Why'd you say that? Playing
0: against me. God <laughs> dang it. Because, man, you probably would have gotten the – I think you would have. You would have no, beat I me. I, I would have been different. I would have beat you.
1: No, granted, <laughs> it, it was uh, – and then I had Scott the following week, and I lost. But, heck, you, you never know. I don't think it would It would have been much of a difference there, but I still would not have made it uh, because I, I still lost to TC. Cause, <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, I still lost to Scott. And I tried with Scott. It's not like I didn't try. So it it, it was definitely. I, I mean, I still ended up not making the playoffs. But still, that was a very frustrating time uh, with the with the whole the whole Hill tight end situation. That was silliness.
0: Yeah, I, that's unlucky. Um, lucky on my part, bad luck on your part. We can't change it. There's nothing we we could have done in the beginning. And you know, crazy thing was like when that quarterback you know Drew Brees went down with that injury you made the right move and got Jameis Winston I tried to get Winston but you outbid him out you outbid mm-hmm. me and I was like well I was planning on just getting that uh Taysom Hill uh Jameis Winston stack you know I was hoping him like oh if I need a tight end Taysom Hill might be like great for that and he might also throw a touchdown so I just put plugged him in and I wake up in the morning and to a flurry of text messages that you guys were like oh my gosh and and that's all she wrote. I was like, "Oh, here we yeah, are." Yeah,
1: not fun, not fun, but it is what it is. Um, and, and but heck, uh, so I, I did end up finishing uh, seventh place. Now again, like I mentioned, TC, I made some moves uh, right before.
0: What do you think your best move was? What do you think your best move was I think all it was year? To
1: get Elliot, I think,
0: and of course, it yeah, didn't really help
1: me extremely much this year um but i i do believe that was my best strongest move um i i do believe i mean another it was my best move but the move i did with you getting uh justin herbert having him and josh allen was very very key for me in
0: the long run that saved your butt uh uh, yeah it really Uh, did really saved your butt I, i lost
1: keenan allen which he ended up doing pretty good but Getting a quarterback duo like that really saved me uh, in some games, so I, I loved I loved that trade as well. Um,
0: yeah, and I think this this coming year, I think the quarterback pool because you know how many quarterbacks are available for transfer and trade, so I think the quarterback pool is going to be bigger this year. So I think we're gonna it, it's going to be easier to get a a, a solid duo quarterbacks. Right. Know? Right. So what are you thinking about your your keepers there, buddy boy? Uh, uh I'll give you I'll give you my what do take you think? on it because I already know. But what okay, the, they're already sta- they're all sitting right next to each other. That's it. Nick Chubb, Ezekiel Elliott, DeAndre Hopkins, and Justin Jefferson. Hands yeah. down, those are your your slam dunks. Well, honest with you, um, I mean you have, I
1: mean I do have some other good options, but compared to those four guys, I don't think it's it's anything to think about and hurt my brain about. Uh, DJ Moore, uh, you know James Connor. I mean, those guys. You know, they could be keepers on other teams, possibly. But uh, with mine, I got what I need with Elliott, Chubb, Hopkins, and Jefferson. Hopefully, Jefferson can have another year that he did this year. Dude just looked absolutely amazing. Um, so,
0: yeah, that's your that's your only one of those four that you know you kind of have to weigh the options because he was a rookie because he had such a good first year you got to understand that Yeah, he's capable of just being so great the rest of the time but what if it was a fluke but i think you're making the right choice i think this is a a, a gamble that's in your favor and, yeah. a, and i like yeah, your. Keepers. but you know heck
1: who the freaking knows because last year i thought i had some pretty solid keepers one of them being Fournette, and he ended up choking his chicken so i did not You know, I'm not going to be, you know, judging here. You know, all these keepers are good because heck, I had Candy Drake also in that bunch and he did not have a good year. So, two of those two keepers that I had uh, were duds. These are your best keepers that you've had, I think, ever. We'll see. Again, I'm not going to knock on wood, but we will see. All right, TC. So, we are going to, we didn't take a timeout (laughs) break last time. We're going to today refresh our fuels. And we'll re- be right back and discuss the next two teams in that toilet bowl championship. All right, all right. I'll be right back. Yes, sir. Are you tired of going through classified ads and online directories to find your new home? Did you know you can hire a real estate agent to help pinpoint the most suitable home for you and your family? Relieve the stress of finding a home and setting up viewings. Well, we'll connect with Mr. Keegan Scott at EXP Realty and he'll be able to find the home of your dreams. Visit EXP Realty.com and Mr. Keegan Scott will help you find the home that suits you and your family. All righty. Welcome back. Moving on to the next two teams in the toilet bowl. The next one, we got the Terry's terrorist who finished sixth place this year. And again, it's another year that uh, Mr. Uh, Marcus Terry has escaped the toilet bowl. This is the second year in a row with a, a sixth place finish. It's also his second year in a row finishing six and eight. Now, it's wild to think this, uh, T.C., if you think about it. Who has had – you're not looking at the, the past history, are you, right now? I've got it up
0: on his team, but I won't cheat or anything Don't to cheat. look at records. Who,
1: who – <laughs> since uh, to the new, to two new guys that we've had uh, and Scott Benzine and Marcus Terry, who's had the be- who has the better record overall in the last three years?
0: I feel like this is a trap. Yeah. Um, so uh, I don't know, I Yeah I'm gonna say Marcus. Are you sure?
1: Yeah, yeah, yes, answer? I'm sure.
0: That's my it final is. Answer. It is
1: Marcus. Way to way to way to get there in the you know, reverse <laughs> psychology there. But yeah, he has a better <laughs> record than Scott. Scott, you know, he was bragging about him being in the playoffs the last two years. But Marcus Terry has a better record, which is oh. weird. Uh it is weird to see uh that this guy is I mean he had a pretty good year his first year. Well I guess haven't inherited a, a mass five and nine record. But I mean, heck yeah, the, the next two years, six and eight, um, he, and again, has not seen the toilet ball, which I do believe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, TC. He has had the worst team. I think the last two years, his team uh, has, has been awful.
0: And yeah, he has I do not think you're wrong. even
1: seen a toilet ball appearance. Props to him. Like, what is he doing? What is he doing? He That's... doesn't, he does. He freaking doesn't turn it on at all until like a week before the playoffs. I mean, uh, before the draft, and then he turns it off. He turns back on, and he still avoids. I it.
0: uh, yeah. A- yeah. <laughs> it's what? it's a question mark. You like you don't know what to think. It's like, dang, is Marcus just like not paying attention? That's probably, possibly, most likely it. But he's also like doing other stuff, big boy job stuff, you know, like he always talks about. Um, and and I think that just he's like, well, I'm just here to like to hang out and like you know make it past the toilet bowl and give you guys slack because you can obviously see I'm trying a little less hard and I'm still just getting by, and, and it's frustrating coming from me. <laughs> uh, but you would have to think
1: it's just a matter of time. Market at least goes to the toilet bowl. You would have to think that, because uh, you know, last year he escaped. He beat Jake. The uh, this year he beat uh, Connor Limbach by three points, actually two point eight points. And it, it, it's he, he beat them by just he escaped barely against Connor Limbach. So he almost made it to the toilet bowl, but he did not. He you know heck, I I escaped winning toilet bowl and getting last place. He escapes just freaking making it to the championship. (laughs) So, I mean, heck, I don't know what what he does. Just looking at his team, it is not pretty. Uh, But he he did
0: have a lot of injuries. I think he had more injuries than anybody. Yeah, there was one point where he couldn't field the full starting roster because he didn't have enough players. Uh, There were bye weeks, and I think at one point, every single one of his players was just injured. You know, like (laughs) – that mm-hmm. is the. And of course, it's like we're looking. It's like, oh, he's got some pretty good players, but it's like no, there was just injuries plaguing him the whole year. Like he he picks up, uh, Kenny Galladay, and Kenny Galladay doesn't really play. He gets fifty five total points in the year. You know, it's just like, uh, yeah, right. that's his keeper. Like, what 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 can you do about that? Nothing really.
1: No man, I I just I don't.
0: He just had he had big time bad luck. Now when you
1: think about it. Probably his best player on his roster that completed the the season was his tight end Darren Waller. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'll great agree with that. great season from him. Second overall tight end, um, you know, had almost had 1,200 yards, uh, nine touchdowns. The guy saved his butt a couple times in some matchups. Um, and I did not predict that he would be his best player, but that's what it was for
0: Marcus Terry. Yeah, and you know we got to remember that that Marcus lost Dak Prescott early, and Dak Prescott is a a, a, a a freight train in the for fantasy this year, and it just after that it just kind of like domino effect, boom, 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 and it, just looking at that injury ridden roster, it's just like I'm glad I'm not Marcus right now.
1: Well, heck, man, uh, again, if he would have lost, if he would have got last place, it would just been even worse. But I guess he would take this any day. Yeah, yeah, he really, exactly. So much injuries looking at his roster, like how in the tarnation did he not even make the toilet bowl? It just, it it blows my mind. And and, hey, am I like, it's just, am I just being biased here? But is this team not good looking right now?
0: No, it's all, it's kind of. And
1: looking, looking at his draft, his first uh, four picks, Chris Carson, Tyler Lockett, Dak Prescott in the third round, and then Darren Waller. Um, good then, picks. I mean, th- I mean, yeah. I mean, he might have gambled like a little bit. Might have gambled a little bit too soon on uh, Dak Prescott, but he had two draft picks in that third round, so he probably thought he had to snag him up um, because he, he. I mean, Chris Carson at that time was a good pickup.
0: Tyler Lockett. I mean, it's just and those. But I think the, if Dak finishes guys. the year, if I think if Dak finishes the year, though, that looks like a good pickup. The only reason it doesn't look so great is because. Um, the injury but I mean it's a two quarterback league so we have the opportunity to go up and get a sure fire 30 points every week like I think I I like that pick there I and think that's good you
1: look at his uh, keepers start before he started that draft Joe Mixon Todd Gurley Kenny Galladay and Juju all four of those guys are, you know with Mixon injury freaking Todd Gurley slow Kenny Galladay injury Juju being
0: Juju Juju was just inconsistent. Yeah, he was
1: very inconsistent. Now, here's another question for you TC. Just looking at his roster, who in tarnation is going to be his four keepers? It's got one um, of
0: them one of them's got to be Waller, Darren Waller for certain. Got to be. Yeah, it has to be. Um and then that's really the only one that we know for certain. Um, Marcus needs to be uh on his phone. Using his thumbs to push those right uh, buttons and, to yeah. let us know that he needs some players. And, it and really, you know, I'm gonna be honest, Marcus, I'm gonna come straight for you. I, I've got some players, you need to see me about a deal, and we can work something out. This was
1: pretty much TC, a waste of time to talk about right now, uh, because he <laughs> we all know what Marcus has done in the past, he has waited until week one before the draft. I mean, I mean, a week from the draft or till draft, and he he makes moves, and I think uh, he will only keep one of this play, one of these players on his roster.
0: And he, he will, traded for Juju last year to get it for a keeper, and I was like trying to get him to get Chris yeah, Carson, and then yeah. he drafts Chris Carson. It's like, dang, you wouldn't have drafted Juju there, that's for certain. And
1: he snagged Todd Gurley for me too. Um, I mean, we, you know, we traded like, there, so I think he's not going to keep any of these guys, and, 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 and like, only Waller. And he's going to make make a move with our scraps um, and see what he can do there. But, again, he does
0: this every year and still escapes. It's just what in the world? This is like I think we're all finally far enough um, in as an eight-man league that everybody sees their glaring need and we are establishing the keepers and in a fashion that everybody knows who they need to go after. And I think that Marcus is going to have to make some moves. Keegan's already been putting out text messages, offering up his players. I've already told the people who my, you know, my keepers are that are up for trade. Like, who are you trying to trade, Mr. Ruff? Are you going to seek out Mr. Terry and uh, try to wheel and deal with him? There's no
1: point contacting him until there's a week left before (laughs) draft. I mean, seriously.
0: Yeah, Uh, I know. I I hear you.
1: I don't – See him maybe grabbing I think my guys are normally uh, the last last result I mean last option for him um, and then he like if he doesn't get who he's targeting and eyeing he comes to me and he and we make a, a, a tiny deal um, that's what's happened the last couple of years um, but heck I mean DJ Moore you know I think might be an option if you still trust James Connor um, or if you want Odell those guys heck who knows um, will be possible
0: options, but um, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to steer away, steer away from Odell. I can't take the heartbreak. Yeah, you it's, know it's painful. Yeah, I can't do it. You and I know. I mean, I kind of know that, but you know it a little bit better than I do.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's definitely painful. But um, we will see what Marcus Terry ends up doing going into draft time. So let's move on to the next guy and that our, our fifth place finisher this year in the flog is the two-time champion in Jacob McKinley, the Fresh Prince of Hilaire. Um This guy, heck, had a disappointing year, man. Uh, he went, he did go 5-9, and nine, but won the last uh, two matchups, won the last uh, three out of the four matchups. Um, and he, he escaped from myself in the first round of the toilet bowl, and he escaped from Marcus in the second round. Uh, Jake McKinley, I'm sure that you think, uh, TC, that he had this point in year.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, he's not happy with it. He's not happy. And, and it's funny because I'm looking at his draft, uh, and, and when he went up, he had back-to-back picks. Uh, he had the first pick um, in the first round and then the first two picks in the second round. And he went up there and he shook his head. And he said, I'm, "I I don't know why I'm picking these two guys back to back." And he had them on his team last year, and they were terrible. Well, they weren't terrible, but you know. And he picked him again. He just was like, he knew what he was getting himself into, and then he still committed to it. And it's like, oh well, well, what the heck, man? Yeah, I'm um, I uh, they didn't they didn't pan out like I don't think his first three picks did.
1: No, and and yeah, we can talk. I mean, with e. Lair, James Conner, Robert Woods, Cortland Sutton, um. Not, not the best draft for uh, Jake McKinley, but it, it's, it's crazy to think that this guy was, seriously, we talked about King and Scott being currently on top of the mountain. Jake McKinley was there, man. He, he built a house there. Uh, his location, his, his first address was there on that mountain the first three years. Uh, very first year, he dominated. Second year, he got third place. And, uh, and and then that third year in 17, uh, he escaped and, and won another one, nine and five record. But after that, the last three years he has really um, slid down the mountain. He made it to the Total Bowl in 18. He got last last year, 19, and this year I think he, he possibly easily could have made it to the Total Bowl Championship. Uh, his team wasn't the, the best, uh, but he I think he escaped and um but is this the year that he can turn it around now he has TC very young and pretty decent pieces uh potential is very high for Jake McKinley he's got some good drafts coming up for this upcoming draft this is a great year for Connor I mean uh, jake McKinley to turn it around will he do so
0: um, he does have some good picks. He's got four picks and the fir- five picks in the first three rounds. Um, he's got two firsts and two thirds. Um, I, I think that he can, I-, I do like that. He has a young core. I was just looking at, um, the types of keepers that he's going to have and he doesn't really need to trade any. They're not like the types of keepers that you're like, Oh yes, this is it. But it's like, they're kind of like, no, I think these guys are it. You're pretty certain that these, uh, the his keepers are going to be it. Um, I, I think he can come back next year. He's got to, he's got to nail the draft. I think that is important for anybody in fantasy football. You gotta, you gotta get good, solid players. And but it, but it's a toss up, like we always talk about, and with the with the injuries and everything. And heck, man, he <clears throat> and we
1: talked about it a little bit. He hasn't had a very uh, last year was not a good draft for him. He drafted some guys uh, later, but he dropped them. DeAndre Swift being one of them. He drafted him in the seventh round, but dropped him. Um, and then he did uh, – well, he ended up trading Joe Burrow. But, I mean, it's it, it's it, it's a thing where, you know, last year was not a good year for him in the draft. Uh, and he also uh, – he got rid of some guys who were his keepers. Uh, Julio Jones, he finally parted ways with him. Um, he traded him, of course, to Keegan uh, that helped him win the championship. If it wasn't for Skim, there'd be no championship uh, for Keegan Scott. Uh, And then uh, uh, George Kittle, uh, of course, uh, going through injury, uh, did not have a good year because of injury. Um, And I'm guessing he will not be his keeper this year um, for George Kittle. So two new keepers for Jacob
0: McKinley, possibly. You know, I I honestly, um, I think he keeps George Kittle. I think he keeps no. George Kittle over Clyde Edwards Elaire. I, no, I would.
1: No, no, no.
0: Yeah, I would. I would. I, I I, look at Josh Jacobs. I think Josh Jacobs, AJ Brown, Jonathan Taylor, and George Kittle. No are... way he gives up Dude. on Elaire. Unless he trades it Hila- for a, he, uh, No. What was his average? He averages 12.2 points a game. His rookie year, TC. His yeah, rookie on year. The, on, yeah. And that's because he he didn't even get that great. Or his first game was like his best game of the year, and then after that, it was kind of me, meh. I don't, I don't, no, I, don't uh, I don't keep Edward Kittle I, I here. I disagree with you hardly. Uh, I think who would you um you, you would you really would keep him over yes. Kittle just because he's a running back, or do you think he has the upside he's, to he's get more? Very play? very
1: young. Now you look at Kittle. He is you're spectacle now because of his injury. Uh, with elaire, he drafted him very first overall pick last year. He's not going to give up on a young rookie after one year on a very heavy, awesome, dominated
0: offensive team. And he's I, no I look way. for him to trade. I look for him to trade, Edwards Elaire. I think it's a good move. He trades him while he's young, trades him while he's hot. He gets a good pick. He comes out swinging. He's got solid keepers. Um, if he keeps – if he keeps Edwards Eller, then he's going to keep three running backs. I think he can stay. He can stick with two running backs. AJ Brown is he's got a soft spot for him because he's on the Titans. And then I go with Kittle. I would go with Josh
1: Jacobs, Jonathan Taylor, E-Lair, Those three dominated. I mean, they're very good. Potential is very high for those three running backs. And then he's going to go with AJ
0: Brown. Um, yeah, but none of them, none none of those three are like. Well, besides Josh Jacobs was last year, but now Marlon Mack's back with Jonathan Taylor. Um, the Didn't the Raiders just sign uh, another running back? Kenyon Drake. Exactly. So now Josh Jacobs has to split carries. George Kittle is a scoring those, machine. Those
1: two things that you just mentioned, TC, gives me a bigger yeah. reason on keeping a E-layer. It gives me a bigger reason. Just in case those two are duds and don't, you know, live up to what they're supposed to be doing, it's great to have another court, a running back in my flex category that can possibly be a young guy that has high potential. Yeah,
0: but that's going to be inconsistent. If he has one good game or a few good games, it'll be because, you know, he gets a touchdown or two, but he's not going to get a lot of – the Chiefs offense, it's Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes. Elaire wasn't really a factor. They did that stuff last year without him, you know, like and he really didn't add – so much value to that. They were just a completely different team. Um, so I don't think that he's a game changer right now. I think it's because it's cause he's on the wrong team. It's not because of his ability. I just think, you know, the, the, the chiefs have just so many options that you can't have a consistent running back uh, being uh, a keeper. So right there. This
1: is a great uh, Twitter question to get out there and find out what people think. If you should keep uh Clyde Lair or, Edwards or uh, George Kittle um, to be your possible fourth keeper if you will um it, it's great it's it's, it's great question what well, skin will do I I personally think he'll go with Elair. invested a number one draft pick on him last year uh, no way it, if we were in year two I mean uh, like after this year and he still had maybe in the same situation we were in uh, he maybe uh, but I don't I don't I mean, my, but like you said, he possibly easily could he could sell Eler and get another high draft. I, I would sell. I don't. I would I don't sell see that. Not happen. I mean, it could easily happen. But I don't. I that's don't. The, I think that's the best course. I don't here. see him sell Eler, Keep Kendall. Yeah. I mean, I don't see him doing that though. Still, I think he he knows what he Jamie, has. You should
0: do it. I think you should do it. If you don't do it, I'm not or reviving you in Call of Duty.
1: Trying to get Elyer yourself?
0: No, I don't want <laughs> I I didn't. I didn't want him like. That's why I'm saying that Skin doesn't keep him because I don't want him, and I think that this is if I had Skinley's team, I'm shipping out Hilaire because I don't. Trust oh, I him see
1: personally. what you're doing, TC. You're not getting, you're not getting by me, my man.
0: Who am I going to keep? Who am I going to keep Elair over? Huh? am I going to keep him over CMC? Yeah, yeah. You want me? You want to trade? McC- you want me to just drop him here? You give me some funions, I'll, I'll ship him Do to it. you. Do it,
1: you'd be a, you mm, pull not you happening. A, you never. pull the
0: old Connor limb back. I literally after he retires, he will still be my keeper, probably. I don't
1: blame you. he probably scored more than the majority of people on the teams, so
0: yeah, at least we agree with that. We will see
1: I think Jacob has a pretty uh, uh could be a bright future, and uh, you know brighter skies ahead in the the franchise that once was on top, so we'll see what jacob mckinley will do so tc it's been a great last couple days my man uh discussing the winners and the losers bracket discussing these eight franchises here and what will happen the next couple years or in this in this upcoming year and figure out you know what's what's going on in tc you got any last words or comments moving forward
0: no not really um You know, like I said, I'm gonna let you know my some of my players are for sale. If if you if you're interested, uh, come see me. We can talk something out. Uh, Also, I'll be approaching y'all as well because uh, I'm not gonna sit back and think that someone's Mm. gonna come to me. I'm Mm. gonna make it happen.
1: Good for you. Good for you. And yeah, it's we're going to we're in we're in March right now, going to the end of March. And uh, the you know last year. We we started to bring out some episodes, you know, in May, going over speaking to every owner, um, besides Marcus, and uh, uh, going through their strategy of last year. So we're going to bring the owners. We're going to try to do the same thing we did last year, TC. uh, Bring the owners in here, talk to them uh, uh, personally, one on one, and uh, see what their plan is for this upcoming year, and maybe see what what their keepers possibly could be sounds like a plan all right well hey tc thanks so much for joining us uh today and yesterday thank you so much for listening uh we will be back on in a couple of months if that so we will see uh we'll see you then so thank you so much you have listened to the flycast network everybody stay safe